Hi guys, this is FJ back once again. So there was this one thing that I really wanted to discuss, and you know I've been going through um, this particular thing um, in in my private conversations with uh, some of our good friends, um, most of who uh, you know who work on uh, counterterrorism and counter extremism. Um, you see this uh, recent uh, this this whole thing that has been going on against France. Um, Recently, we saw uh, this uh, Islamist group uh, in in Pakistan, and uh, this group uh, its its name is Tehrikal uh, Abek Pakistan (TLP). So we saw this group called TLP um, coming out and you know taking to the streets, taking out uh, huge, massive rallies against France, and you know calling for beheadings of uh, perceived blasphemers, and you know stuff like that and um, we saw this happening in the streets of Pakistan it was very disturbing to see um, and then we saw uh, this this particular group uh, take out this uh, huge huge rally um, you know in, in the in the capital of uh, Pakistan which is Islamabad and so this group um, took out this uh, massive rally it, it was really huge and uh, Unsurprisingly, the Pakistani government surrendered. It caved in, um, and it signed an agreement with the the leaders of this uh, group, TLP. And uh, I'm not gonna go into those details. You know, we've all uh, we, we we've all read about that agreement, and uh, we know what was in that. Um, but I want to move move on to the point that I'm trying to make here. Um, after that uh, happened and after that really ended um, the leader of this group died and uh, there was uh, another massive gathering uh, which was the funeral of uh, this 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 guy uh, named uh, Mullah Khadim Rizvi and uh, tens of thousands of people showed up and uh, so, so this all happened, right? So you have this group, the TLP. Um, they belong. They mostly belong to the Barelvi sect, right? Their leaders do, and uh, um, some of these people also often refer to themselves as Sufi Muslims, right? Because they go to these Sufi shrines and you know, they do all that stuff. So, you know, I was having this um, discussion with some of our good friends in the West, um, you know, people working in the counterterrorism field. Um, and apparently these people, and, um, you know, when I say um, uh, people working in the counterterrorism field, in this particular case, I am actually talking about mostly white Western um, liberals working in the counterterrorism field, right? So... I've been discussing this uh, this whole thing with them, and uh, many of them simply cannot uh, comprehend for some reason that um, a group where you have many people who also call themselves uh, Sufi Muslims, um, that group could be so extreme, right? I mean, to to many of uh, our good friends in the West, it was simply unbelievable to see uh, you know this happening in Pakistan. Um, but for me, it was not surprised, right? And uh, 
but the main problem <clears throat> you know the main problem that i see um is this view that many many people in the west hold many people uh, who are working uh, you know in the field of counterterrorism um and m- most of these many people are actually academics right um people who have not spent um a lot of time in any muslim majority country i mean some of these people have never visited any muslim majority country ever they have definitely not lived um amongst is- islamists right they have not uh, interacted with many jihadis in most cases none zero right um and uh, but but they i mean they call themselves experts or they are referred to as uh, ct experts because they have written a couple of books they have couple of degrees right but they don't have the in field experience to to be able to say that they know for sure what they are talking about and this is why this whole thing confuses them a lot because their point of view is based on this um false assumption that just because a group of people is not supportive of or even against the ideology the tactics the strategy um of groups like al qaeda and isis just because of that i mean they can't be extremists or they cannot be terrorists and i think that's uh, that that's based on a false assumption right because just because a group is against al qaeda or against isis or against both does not mean that it it cannot be extremist cannot be you know uh cannot have the potential of engaging in acts of terrorism right um so so i think this is this is a false assumption and a dangerous one and a very dangerous one i would say um because look here's the thing let's let's talk about this group tlp right they are mostly a barelvi sunni group um and uh, so far they are not uh, terrorist in nature i mean they have not been designated as a terrorist group by any country including pakistan um they have also not carried out any terrorist attack that they have ever claimed that has not happened so far but at the same time they are extremist in nature and they do provide the soft narrative for um terrorists to go out and you know engage in acts of violence that is exactly what happened in paris this pakistani guy who carried out this stabbing terrorist attack in paris he was influenced by the teachings of this group right so so that is a problem now when you say that yeah this tlp group is against al qaeda it is against you know islamic state isis you are right there that is true they are against al qaeda they are you know they are against uh, isis but first of all you have to keep in mind that they are against al qaeda and isis because they have uh, sectarian issues with these groups right they i mean this this group tlp they come from the barelvi sect al qaeda you know isis they mostly recruit from um, salafis wahhabis deobandis you know so so that's that's like one thing <clears throat> the second thing is that even considering their sectarian differences right you have to keep in mind that 
their conclusions are more or less the same, right? I mean, this Bareilly group, TLP, Al-Qaeda, and ISIS, all three of these groups, they see a world that must be and should be dominated by Islam, right? They want Islam to dominate the world. They want Sharia enforced everywhere, right? And they believe in that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm not going to go into those details right now. It's going to take a lot of time. But, you know, they have that kind of ideology where they see their fight as part of global jihad. And what is global jihad? Global jihad is, I mean, the gist of it is that it's a struggle to uh, enforce Islam throughout the world. That is what global jihad is. By, I mean, they they are basically trying to enforce Islam throughout the world by force, right? And so, so yeah, I mean, they do have these sectarian uh, differences, right? And in the context of Islam, they might be even called major differences, right? But for a non-Muslim, those are very minor differences, right? These are basically, you know, tactical and strategic issues, right? So, for example, you look at a Muslim Brotherhood, right? The MB. So, the MB, they are also against Al-Qaeda and ISIS, even though MB was the group which provided the ideology, which provided the soft narrative, um, the breeding ground um, for... Um, you know, for groups like Al-Qaeda and ISIS to eventually um, form and, uh, you know, thrive, basically, right? It was MB, it was Ikhwan al-Muslimin. But today they say that, oh, you know what, we are against Al-Qaeda, we are against ISIS, fine, we, we, we believe you, right? But even when you consider that, even when you believe that, even when you believe what they are telling you, even then, the differences that they actually have uh, with Al-Qaeda, with ISIS, those are basically tactical and strategic issues. Their conclusions are the same. At the end of the day, they want Islam's dominance throughout the world. They want Islam to be established throughout the world. Right? So the conclusion is the same. But the 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 approach to tactics, the approach to strategy, that's that's a little bit different, right? So when Western counterterrorism experts tell me that oh you know what MB is is not really an extremist group, it is not really a terrorist group, and you know it's it's really a moderate Muslim group, and it should be treated as such. I find that hilarious because most of these Western um, CT experts or, you know, uh, counter extremism academics, they have little idea of what they're talking about. They, in fact, they have, in most cases, no idea what they're talking about, right? And this is exactly why, um, even after 20 years of fighting a war on terrorism, most Western countries are still so far behind. Most Western governments and security agencies have absolutely very limited idea of what's going on of, of the kind of threat that they are facing the main reason of that is because you've got these confused people these ignorant people 
um, you know, who are also who who also then go on to advise the governments. They 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 go on to advise the governments. Uh, they go on to advise security agencies on on terrorism, and uh, the advice that they're providing. Um, 70 to 80 percent of the time that advice is just wrong right um and they these people have been misguided in you know what in fact the thing is that <laughs> in, in in several western countries I, i'm not literally making this up this is this is the truth and i i mean i'm a witness to this i have seen actual people affiliated ideologically as well as by even membership with the Muslim Brotherhood, providing advice on terrorism to some of these Western governments and their security agencies. I mean, literally, Muslim Brotherhood operatives providing advice on terrorism, I don't know what's more preposterous than that, right? So, so unless you get rid of these people, because these people have been misguiding Western governments, they've been getting innocent people killed. This is not a joke. Let's not treat it uh, treat it as one, okay? This is not a joke. They've been getting innocent people killed, right? So, um, whether they they subscribe to the um, to the MB ideology, or whether they are a member of MB um, or any MB affiliated group, or um, whether they uh, they think that MB is a moderate group. All these views are problematic and they need to be thrown into the dustbin, basically. Um, these views cannot be seriously held by any serious counterterrorism expert, right? Um, so these are problematic views and they're very far away from the reality. So Western governments really need to get rid of these people first and then you can actually hope uh, you know, of, of getting somewhere when it comes to tackling Islamist uh, terrorism. Maybe learn from Austria. Maybe learn from um, some of these uh, Middle Eastern uh, Muslim-majority countries because these countries are very good at, uh, uh, you know, keeping uh, Islamist extremism um, at the fringes, basically. So, but but this whole idea that just because a group of people or someone or an individual um, is, is, is against Al-Qaeda or ISIS, which are the two most uh, well-known traditional jihadi groups we know of today. Um, just because a person or a group of people is against these two groups does not necessarily mean that they cannot be an extremist or they cannot be a terrorist, right? Um, that is something that these many of these people um, need to understand, right? Um, people in the West, people working on counterterrorism in the West. And uh, unless that happens, uh, I'm afraid that Western governments will, uh, you know, keep getting misguided by these people. And I'm afraid more innocent people might die because of that, right? Because you don't even know what you're doing. You don't even know um, the kind of threat that you're facing, basically. You think it is all about Al-Qaeda or ISIS? Well, it's not. It's not, okay? So, yeah. That's that's really what I wanted to say today. Um, anyway, guys, uh, this is it for today. Take care. Bye bye.